Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show on demand from 107.7 RKR. Calvin Seuss Rock Station 1077 RKR Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. <laughs> What's up, Mark? Oh, man, you know, we're just <laughs> powering through the morning. I, for those that don't know, Mark and I have this inside joke, and it, it stems from kind of a, a, a story of a friend of yours. <laughs> yeah. And it was just something that stuck out in a story, and, and basically the line is the guy goes, oh, I got to make me a sandwich. And for whatever <laughs> reason, sandwich is now our, our inside joke in the studio, and we insert the word sandwich into every single song we can. I've I've actually done this. Most of my adult life. Yeah. Uh, we just like make up lyrics or make up different lyrics and stuff for songs. I had to because like I worked in restaurants for like 16 years. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know, when you work in a restaurant, your life is awful. Yeah. Um, and so. Not I, all of them. We know some restaurant people that, that, that live oh, yeah. very nice lives. Exactly. But you were stuck in a Red Lobster. That's different. Well, Red Lobster was good. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the, you were the slather I, master. Yeah, I was a slather, slather master. master. Yeah. Um, it was the other place that eventually became not so good. Gotcha. Um, and, you know, through the course of that time, I had to make up things to keep me my mind occupied like right, right, i worked right. with a guy named chuck beaver okay. <laughs> no way that yeah. was his real name yeah so that's uh, fantastic um, that sounds like a dude who's on like canadian radio or something yeah chuck well, beaver you know we would make hey. up <laughs> we'd make up beaver songs you know <laughs> so we would we would i would like make up lyrics like to having to do with uh um like beavers, like yeah. chomp on the log and you're to blame. You give dams a bad name, <laughs> you know, go back to the dam from which you came. Oh, something no. like that, you know, <laughs> and we just make up like songs about beaver. And yeah, I remember my sister-in-law asked him, she's like, were your parents just kind of funny? Like to name you <laughs> that? And he was like, well, at least, uh, at least that wasn't my grandfather. His name was Orville Beaver. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, but, yeah, through the course of time, we just kind of made up lyrics to to people we worked with. But, yeah, <laughs> the sandwich thing has just gotten out of control. It really it's, has. It's all morning. We're just finding new songs to replace with the it's, word sandwich. It's to the point now where you and I will be, like, our heads will be down. We'll be writing or, or working on something for, for the show in the morning. And just nonchalantly, <laughs> both of us at the exact same time, we'll be like, my best friend, Sammage. And then both of us look up over the computer at each other and just die laughing. That's why I was laughing oh, when we came gosh. out of that song into this break. Yeah. Uh, like, if you hear Mark and I talking about sandwiches out in the public, like. <laughs> <laughs> it's this guy. Okay. So it's a, it's a guy. He's, I, I guess he's like a friend. Yeah, I used yeah, to work yeah. with him at the sports yeah. bar. His name was Dave. Dave was like a total burnout stoner drunk. Yeah. Uh, but he was a super cool dude. And this guy knew so much about music. It was right. insane. But like he couldn't remember there was a nacho in the oven. <laughs> and he'd burn the thing. But he'd like be telling you, oh, this guy was the guitar tech on Stevie Ray Vaughan's 77 <laughs> tour. And he actually opened up for Patti LaBelle. Dude sounds a and lot like Tommy like, Carroll. Oh my yeah, yeah, he kind of you know has that Tommy Carroll vibe, and I yeah. was just like, "What man, you need to be working in radio." You know, I was like, "You know so much about classic rock; it's yeah. amazing." But uh, yeah, he was uh, he, he drank a little bit on the job, and he got fired. Yeah. He literally got fired like twelve times, <laughs> and they kept bringing him back. 
It's all those great stories. Yeah. And apparently, he makes a hell of a sandwich. Well, yeah. One night. Okay. So, and this, <laughs> this the is whole where the sand- story comes from. So, the whole sandwich. <laughs> he's at, we're watching the game and we're getting rocked. And he's like, oh, I got to make me a sandwich. And he's plowing through this prime rib sub and he's just sitting there chowing down in the middle of the world. Yeah. And meanwhile, me and my buddy Darren are just getting our butts whooped. And we got like a full rail of tickets, and Dave's just sitting here chomping on a prime rib sandwich <laughs> and watching TV. And uh, <laughs> my buddy Darren, like, intrusively, like, <laughs> gives him the eyes, you know, yeah, like, yeah. get the F out of my way. And uh, Dave's like, oh, oh you busy? <laughs> and Darren's like, put that effing sandwich down. <laughs> and. Well, at the time, we weren't like, <laughs> we didn't really think about it. And then we went outside to take a break and we just looked at each other and just started laughing. <laughs> I'm like, you yelled at him to put his effing sandwich down. Oh, so it was just, it was one of those nights. It was just, man, we were getting our butts whooped. But like the moment he did that, put the effing sandwich down now. So he was so mad. So now Marcus <laughs> told me that story and, and we're obsessed with sandwich and putting sandwich in songs and all kinds of stuff so we've, yes. we've we've been in talks we've actually considered doing this at some point uh making the sandwich album which is all sandwich lyrics uh for all sandwich artists so yeah. like uh stevie ray ham um, <laughs> you know i'm trying to think of some other like sandwich artists that we could be using oh know? there's there's so many <laughs> possibilities and yeah. opportunities let me tell you uh rye using talking about rye bread ham and turkey and swiss for whatever reason fits into so many lyrics now and i dare you as a listener to try and insert sandwich stuff into every song you hear today yes in fact it's kind of important galamazoo's rock station <laughs> 1077 rkr rock and morning show with me paul and mark frankhouse i told you literally every song it just it just keeps <laughs> happening Oh man, Maple! When <laughs> yeah. you were growing up, were there um, were there characters on television, like local television, that are like synonymous? Yeah, actually, um, uh, we had <laughs> we had a couple different versions. We had Cake Man, which oh. was we had um, during Christmas. Santa Claus would come on the night before he yeah. left, you know, to deliver toys, and then he would come on the next morning um, on on local television. And it was on the Cake Network, K-A-K-E, which is why they called him Cake Man. Awesome. But Cake Man was a little puppet. Um, oh, and, wow. and he would talk with Santa every night and stuff. So that was, every everybody knows Cake Man. He, he was called Doughboy, I think, when he was on a different network Doughboy. at one time. But yeah, uh, we had Cake Man. Um, we had this notorious guy who used to do uh, car commercials down there for a dealership. It was kind of a, a used, reused uh, dealership. But the slogan was, buying a car doesn't have to suck. You and were telling me that. Yeah. This guy, it was he would just do weird things. Like, he looked like Moby. But it was like, <laughs> if Moby were on a lot of meth. Jeez. And it turns out this guy was on a lot of meth. Oh, and boy. did a lot of things. So <laughs> they had to slowly face him out. But everybody remembers that. And the, the commercial is still the same. Buying a car doesn't have to suck, you know. Yeah. That kind of stuff. But yeah, oh yeah, we definitely had those local legends. That's awesome. You know, Michigan had a lot of local legends like that. Actually, okay. um, do you remember a football player by the name of Mel Farr? 
Uh, it sounds familiar. He played for the UCLA Bruins, but he also played for the Detroit Lions. Okay. So in the 80s, Mel Farr decided he was going to be a dealer and uh, a car dealer. And so he literally took over TV. Okay. If you pull one of these videos up, you can see exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. It was like, I think it was like Mel Farr, the superstar. And he would like fly over the... Mel Farr, Superstar Detroit Ford, the 1980s. Do we want to play this commercial and see what it sounds like? Well, he actually teamed up, I think, with Billy Sims in a couple of the commercials, too. Oh, Billy Sims. Okay, I knew him from Oklahoma. All right. Let's uh, let's see if we can play some of this. The continuing adventures of Mel Farr, Superstar. (laughs) Fighting high prices to bring you a far better deal. Yes, I'm fighting high prices on used cars with my low monthly payment plan. Take a look at my used car special of the week. This is a 1980 Mustang for only $119 month. We've got a Oh, look at those car payments, too. I know, right? Lord. Mustang for $119 month, and they can't fly either. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, he's a cartoon. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. Mel Farr was awesome. But we've got we actually have that <laughs> we actually have that commercial up on the Rocker app, and there's some other like TV icons too. Okay. Um, I, we were talking about Milky the Clown not too long yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, okay. He's up there. Uh, one of my favorite shows growing up, and a lot of the the older generation listening. Soupy Sales, <laughs> bro. Soupy Sales is like one of the best shows ever. It is so freaking funny. It is so funny. Uh, Johnny Ginger was another one. Okay. So uh, there's this whole list up here on the Rocker app. Um, one of the funnier names, though. Yeah, I think I just stumbled across it myself. Are you talking about Poop Deck Paul? Poop Deck Paul. Yes. Uh, and they, they said they could pretty much came out of nowhere. <laughs> and they said they were about 10 minutes from going on air. And somebody said, <laughs> well, what are you going to call yourself? And then he was just like, uh... Uh, poop deck Paul. <laughs> awesome. Poop. <laughs> Do you call him poop for short? Excuse me, Mr. Deck. Boy, that'll get misconstrued in public a yeah. lot. <laughs> it's time to turn up your dials and tune out the traffic because we're playing The Day Five on the Rocker Morning Show. Testing the mental magnitude of your favorite morning monkeys on the radio. And now, your hosts for the Daily Five, Meatball and Mark Frank House. It is the Daily Five where Mark and I ask each other questions. The other one answers today. I'm asking the questions. Mark is answering. And I got some help on the line. Well, Mark has help on the line today. Alyssa's back with us. How are you, Alyssa? I'm good. How are you? Fantabulous. All right, Alyssa, you and I have to go and uh, get three out of the five questions correct. If we do, I tie it up. If not, Meatball is going to get the early 2 nothing advantage for the week. So we'll, let's uh, let's see if we can uh, make them sweat a little bit here. Uh, so. That's not going to happen today. I'm just opening the window. It's like 10 degrees outside. <laughs> no sweating today. All right, let's get rolling here. Question number one. This is in the category of food. Sweet. In South America, there is a fruit called the black sapote, S-A-P-O-T-E, okay? People describe this fruit as tasting like what? Is it chocolate pudding, licorice, or a creamsicle? Huh. Um, Again, it's called the black sapote. Black sapote. Huh. I assume I'm saying that right. I don't know. I'm not from South America, so I, right. I just, yeah. Um... I would say licorice, but 
But that's not one hundred percent. Yeah, I see. The thing is, we have fennel, and I think fennel is what flavors black licorice. Mm. Um, so I don't know. Let's. Uh, I I'm feeling creamsicle for some reason. I okay, go with it. Let's go with creamsicle. Let's see. Let's see what we can do here. The black sapote actually tastes like chocolate pudding. Wow, that's and sweet. Apparently, literally. Uh, well, apparently, when you cut it open, it's got like kind of a creamy substance to it too, nice. like a milky substance to it. Cool. So you know, if you find yourself in the Amazon and no chocolate pudding on you, no snack packs, boom, find one of those. Sweet. I might be there next week. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Question number two. This one is in the realm of language. Okay. What was the last letter added to the modern English language? Was it the letter I, the letter J, or the letter Z? I have no idea. But I mean, modern English. I mean, I'm thinking of like words from other languages. Yeah. And I and J are pretty like prominent. So my first instinct is Z. Yeah. Same here. Um, but then again, probably people just tricking us. The fact that he threw in two vowels and then the last letter in the alphabet. Well, I don't, there's only one vowel in there. Oh just yeah, I. Oh yeah, two dotted letters. Yeah, rather. two dotted letters. Um, <laughs> sorry, still, you know, maybe alarm that, went off at three in the morning. Yeah, maybe that lends <laughs> them to being the same letter at one time. You know. Yeah, yeah. Let's go with Z. <laughs> Just completely going the opposite direction of what I tell you, huh? Should have listened oh, to me. I didn't even say the final answer. Yeah. Oh, my Oh, would you gosh. like to try again? No. All right. No, uh, you just took it away from us. Sorry. Uh, the letter J was actually the last letter added to modern English language around 1524. Wow. And before then, the letter I was used in the areas of the J sound. Gotcha. In the English language. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we're going to have to run the board here since we didn't. We don't apparently get to give final answers in this game anymore. Sorry about that. I'll make sure I'm very clear on it from here on out. All right. This one is in the realm of animals. Mm. Which is bigger, an ostrich's brain or its eye? Oh, man. It's a dumb bird. Yeah. <laughs> I've been wrong on the last two, so I'm, I, I, don't, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I've been wrong a lot before, too. I feel your pain, Alyssa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's brain or it's eye. We said which, which one is, is bigger. bigger. Yep. I think, I mean, they have pretty big eyes. I don't know how big their brains are. Mm-hmm. So since I do know the size of their eye and it is pretty big, we'll just guess eye and see what happens. That was my gut feeling, but, you know. Hey, it's like all said, good. Wrong. All good. <laughs> oh, is that your final answer? Is that, that's your final answer? The final answer is eye. <laughs> the final answer is correct. The eye is bigger than an ostrich's brain. Wow. And their egg is even bigger than that. I can't believe it. Well, you should because it's true. I found it on the internet. It has to be real. That's no yoke. All right. We are on to geography now for question number four. Here we go. Which state is home to a town called Y, spelled W-H-Y? Is it Arizona, Idaho, or Ohio? As in, why is Ohio a state? <laughs> I guess the same could be said about Idaho, too, but... 
Yeah. <laughs> and Arizona. God, it gets so hot there. Like, why is that a place? Yeah. Man, I feel like I've heard this before. Hmm. You said Arizona, Idaho, or Ohio. Correct. Hmm. I am no help to you. <laughs> um, just because they would, uh, I think, final answer, let's go with Ohio. It is actually Arizona. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the name comes from an old intersection where two highways intersected in wow. the shape of a Y. Hmm. So they named the town Y. And then the intersection went away. So then they said, why are we Y? So then they named it Y. Why would you do that? <laughs> it is the Too most many Y's rich, here. Yeah. Why does that town still exist? That's the question, really. All right. This is uh, final questions. This is general knowledge. No points, but, you know, just for gravy points. And I think this one's fun. What is the fear of women called? Is it called femophobia, gynophobia, or puberty? Ha! <laughs> uh, femophobia, I'm sure. <laughs> what do you think, Alyssa? Um, I, that was my gut instinct, so let's do that. Yeah, final answer, femophobia. Going with femophobia? Yeah. I made up femophobia. Is it gyno? It's gynophobia, yeah. Yeah, figures. I made up femophobia because I thought it was funny. Wow. <laughs> and puberty, I mean, I guess that only applies to, to guys mostly, but Yeah. <laughs> Normally. Well, yeah. So what you you got two we got one You got one correct. right. Yeah, yeah. You, you got one right today. One correct and then one stolen from us. So. <laughs> Did not get the point. However, I'll tell Alyssa, you what, I'll give it to you posthumously. So there you go. Oh, you get neato, two out of three today. Neato. Change the direction of the whole thing, Meatball. Too late. Too little too late. Appreciate it. But Alyssa. You are going to get four tickets to see the K-Wings this weekend. Congratulations. Thank you. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR Rock and Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. All right. Cranking up the fancy music because yeah. it's time to talk about it again. Pink Why not? Out. Why not talk about it again? Uh-huh. I see uh, what you did. Why not? March 4th. Fetzer Center. Um, apparently, to, uh, apparently, somebody said that that place is a cult. <laughs> what? <laughs> On the Why Not Kalamazoo page, somebody's like, "Careful, the Fetzer Center is, <laughs> Fetzer Center is a cult." What? <laughs> what? Oh, hold on. Okay, now I got to research this. But go ahead. So, the Fetzer Center is definitely not a cult. Okay. <laughs> It is a building on Western Michigan University's campus, and that's where we're having Why Not. It's going to be sweet. Uh, tickets, $50 at whynotkalamazoo.com. Now, it's a little bit steeper than in the past, but like we've mentioned before, that comes with unlimited wine samplings for three hours. And the nice thing is we're spreading it out through the day. So it's not just finding a sitter for the night. You can actually go during the day. It's pretty handy. So we can go one to four. Or six to nine. Unfortunately, the VIP tickets are all sold out. Mm. They get four hours of sampling. They get in an hour early at night. But regardless, uh, over 80 wineries, more than 150 wines to try. It's ah, that be number's higher. 100 wineries, 250 wines. They must have updated it then. Yeah. That's what we've got on the rocker, at least. Well, Either maybe way, we, maybe maybe I may have had a few drinks when I was <laughs> maybe had a couple of wines yourself. I, don't I was know. trying a few already. Um, so there's, it's going to be a lot of fun. And the cool thing is too, there's a lot of local vendors as well. So you get not only the wines, but you also 
get to see other businesses that are uh, around town that you may not know exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of really cool ones too. I know a friend from the uh, our friends in downtown Kalamazoo who have the the bee shop. They have a lot of really cool like wax. Um, like instead of like using saran wrap, you have these uh-huh. like wax lids that are really good. Yeah. Um, I like uh, if if you look for them on Amazon, they have uh, little sippy cup lids you can put on your wine glasses. Awesome. Yeah, because like the longer you drink, the more. You know, it sloshes around in the cup, especially, yeah. you know, you have to put it in the cup and swirl it around and, and something about the tannins and the and the sugars and stuff. I don't yeah. know. Uh, see, this is why I'm going to wine not because I am not educated on wine. I would like to know more about wine because I do enjoy it every once in a while. I'm not a, right? I'm not a heavy wine drinker, but I think if I had a better appreciation for it, you know. Maybe I would. So this is this is going to be a lot of fun for me, I think. Yeah, exactly. I find it very funny that I like on TikTok, uh-huh. there's like a dude who is like giving his reaction to a guy sampling wine. He's like, yes, perfect execution. Yeah. And I'm like, people need that. Need We need verification that we're drinking properly. Yeah. Listen, the only verification I need is if the wine tastes good to me. Yes. I like it. If it goes good with this food, I like it. And I can <laughs> get that out of Why Not, exactly. which is exactly why we're doing this and why we're going. Yep. So tickets available, whynotcalamazoo.com. Again, it's March 4th at the Fencer Center. It's going to be a whole bunch of fun. We want to see you out there because we're going to get turned up. And That's right. No, we will not bring you into our cult. Yeah, definitely not culty. And now you're ready to face the day. Thanks for getting your morning shot of rock. <laughs> The Rocker Morning Show on 1077 RKR. Calvin's News Rock Station 1077 RKR Rocker Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frankhouse. Um, Mark, we've had this discussion before in the studio. Yes. You're not really a Verner's person, right? No, not by any means. Uh, if I have an upset stomach, I'll go to it. I won't enjoy it, but it does the trick. Okay. All right. I'm Canada Dry till I die. Does, so does Canada Dry not have the healing properties of Verner's? Is that what you're telling me? Um, I just don't, I don't drink it to heal a stomach ache. You drink Canada Dry just to it's enjoy it? It's like an elixir. It? Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. It's like, yeah, it's okay. like an elixir for me. Well, there was a recent uh, ginger ale taste test done for tastingtable.com. Yeah. Um, and they're pretty reputable. They do, they do a lot of wide uh, taste tests every year. Okay. And they did one for ginger ale. They ranked the top 13 ginger ales in the country. Mm. Uh, most of them small mom and pop <laughs> pop shops. Yeah, nice. Because uh, they <laughs> pop. Um, but yeah, there, there's some interesting ones on here. Do you know what a Sprecher is? Yes, I've had Sprecher before. I believe that's made in Arizona. Or no, I'm sorry, Sprecher's made out of Milwaukee. It's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Zia is one that is made out of New Mexico. Okay. They're more known for like their red chili sodas. Oh. Yeah. Dude, we should go to Rocket Fizz, see if we can find some of these. Yeah, so much sugar. Um, yeah. And then um, this one called Fever Tree Premium Ginger Ale. They use three different gingers in their soda. Some wow. of them from Africa on the Ivory Coast. Damn. Yeah. It's the Was that like top ranking? N- no. These really? Are, these are the bottom of the barrel. This is 13 oh. through 10. <laughs> bottom of the barrel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then Q ginger ale looks like something you would buy from Walmart in the section that <laughs> looks fancy, but isn't like the you know? clearance section. Yes. The yellow. Yeah. 
Clarence. So that's uh, that's 13 through 10. 9 through 5, there's a couple names in here you'll recognize. Arizona Zone Mesquite, that one is is kind of unique. Okay. But nice. Zevia and Virgil Zero. Oh, yeah, that's our stuff. Yep, those are uh, Zero Sugar. Uh, I know Zevia is made with Stevia instead of sugar. I'm yep. not sure what Virgil Zero is made with, but it's not real sugar. Right. And then the two big national brands, Schweppes and Canada Dry. Wow. Canada Dry's fifth? Fifth. Oh, they mm, so you have they the, did my dude dirty. So you have the fifth best taste in this room as far as ginger ale is concerned. <laughs> I don't know about that. There's only two of us in here, so that's that's not a good... According to this subjective voting from outofourstate.com. Oh, <laughs> well, if it were in the state, Canada Dry wouldn't be any higher, I guarantee you. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's next to Canada. I guess. Um, actually, I don't think Canada Dry is made in Canada. I don't know where it's made. I think it's a Coke product. Anyway, ah. uh, number four on the list was something called Reed's Ginger Ale, real ginger ale. They're actually known for their ginger beers gotcha. more than anything, um, but they look good. Number three is interesting, the 365 Whole Foods Market huh. ginger ale. So like the store brand from Whole Foods actually scored really well. Man, oh, that's wild. Is. The uh, the top two are both very old, established companies, some of the oldest ginger ale companies in the world. Yeah. Number two, Boylan Ginger Ale, which was established in the 1890s, uses cane sugar. They still have the original glass bottles that they use and stuff. Wow. It's really, really good. But number one, of course, it is Verner's. Verner's. Yeah. yeah. The king of ginger ale. People who think Verner's is the best ginger ale, like, scream like i'm a lebron fan i do not <laughs> i absolutely do not in fact i can almost guarantee you based on the taste that he has the only lebron fan in this building doesn't like verners we're gonna have to give him a strong talk yeah for being a LeBron fan. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, he can like whatever soda he wants. Yeah, the LeBron, aside. The LeBron thing is more concerning. Kalamazoo's Rock, Station 1077, RKR Rock, a morning show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Mark, I'm very, very hungry right now. Bro, very same. hungry. What were we talking about sandwiches to start the show today? And now I'm, that was I've been not starving wise, the whole time. That was not a wise idea. No, we shouldn't do that. We're going we're gonna to put a ban in that we don't talk about food until after 8 o'clock, I think. I did. I There's a couple of... Like businesses that we were talking about, like wanting to, like, because we were having a conversation in the office about things we wanted in Kalamazoo. Mm -hmm. So I actually reached out to our audience to ask them what you would like to see in Kalamazoo on on Facebook. Mm -hmm. I'm not too surprised that the majority of the answers were food, food related. Places, yeah. Um, and we've got a full list of them on the Rocker app, and and see if you've heard some of these places. Okay. Um, Rudy's Barbecue Shack. I think this is in Indiana. Okay, I'm not familiar with that. Uh, me neither, but I mean, if somebody went to Indiana and had barbecue and they need it here in Kalamazoo, it's got to be good. I mean, there's some there's some plenty of barbecue places in town. Have you had Whataburger? Oh my God. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Okay. We need to talk about the gloriousness that is Whataburger. Okay. okay. It is a staple of the South based out of Texas. A company in Chicago just recently bought it in the last couple of years. Yeah. And... Whataburger is just greasy, oniony, cheesy, beautiful burger heaven. Oh. Um, my go-to at a Whataburger yeah. is a double with cheese and jalapenos. 
and you wrap it in this green. They fresh make it every time. They fresh make this every single time. Oh, the pickles are delicious. All the flavor is great. It's all handmade. The onions are chopped right there. You put all of that on this bun and it just squishes down into the yellow paper that they put it in. And it's just, it's, it's the ideal perfect burger. Are they paying you? You can get. <laughs> God, I wish they would. They could pay me in burgers for all I care. But you get the Whataburger. Yeah. Okay. You get the double with the jalapenos and cheese on it. You get a side order of large fries with their spicy ketchup. Ooh. Not the regular ketchup. Spicy ketchup. Yeah, it's got to it's have a little spice to it. You get a lemon pie. Fried lemon pie for dessert. A fried lemon pie? Fried lemon pie. Why is that necessary to fry it? Because, well, it's like the, the, the McDonald's like... uh Oh, one's kind of like that. Oh, like the fruit pies. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dangerous. And then, and then on top of that, you you top it off seasonally. They'll have a Dr Pepper shake. Oh my dear, sweet baby Jesus! <laughs> it is the most decadent, delicate, wonderful, greasy, cheesy meal you'll ever have in your entire life. And then, if that's not enough, if that's not enough, people, you go there for breakfast. You get the honey butter chicken biscuit and the, the, the posers that have it at the other restaurants, the <laughs> other, other fast food places that have their own chicken biscuit with honey butter. No, 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 no. This is the original. This is the originator. This is the one that will make you sell children to afford more of them. I'm not even joking. So a pool hall also made the list. <laughs> That's cool. And a mobile cat groomer. <laughs> Nobody gives a crap anymore. They're like, whatever. No, Everybody's Googling, like, I'm driving to Texas to go to Whataburger right now. Googling nearest Whataburger near me where I don't have to put pants on to go. Damage. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 <laughs> RKR. Rock and Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. I'm telling you, it works with everything. All right, so we have some important things to discuss here, Mark. Oh, yeah. Growing up, were you a Pistons fan, Bulls fan? What was your NBA team? Well, I like the I liked the Pistons, obviously, but I was uh, tardy to the party, so to speak, when it came to the bad boys. Because okay. I was like four when the bad boys were a thing. So right, I, right. I wasn't watching basketball. Right. You know? Um, so I grew up, I liked the Chicago Bulls okay. when I was growing up, but I didn't know... About the bad boys thing. And then it was later revealed like, oh, Jordan was a jerk. Jerk boy. <laughs> um, did you used to play NBA Jam when you were a kid? The video game, NBA Jam? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. dude. I was playing that for the game gear. Were you picking the Pistons? Were you picking the Bulls? Like, what I, was your team? I, I played Pistons. I played as the Pistons and the Bulls. Okay. Jordan's just... Dude, he's right. dominator. Well, Pippen was really the dominant player was, initially yeah. because Jordan retired right when the game came out. But yeah. that being said, I was curious who you picked. And you picked the two teams I want to talk about here because apparently the creator for NBA Jam was from Michigan. Happened to be a big Pistons fan. Yeah. And just happened to be creating a game about the NBA as a Pistons fan, when the Bulls were kicking the Pistons' ass all the time. Yeah, they were. So, he actually included a little Easter egg in the game to uh, kind of rig the end of a possible 
outcome between the Pistons and Bulls? Oh, dude, I think I remember this. So how okay, so how does this work again? So so in this video, if you read about if if you go to the Rocker app and you watch this video, he does an interview about the game, how they created it, popularity, blah, blah, blah. There's a portion in the interview where he talks about when they create games, they create them to have closer scores at the end. So they will kind of alter reality a little bit. Yeah. You know, to make it more exciting toward the end of the game. If it came down to a final shot between the Bulls and the Pistons, the Bulls would always miss against the Pistons that is in intense. NBA Jam. Every single time. He coded that into the game. This man is a hero. Yeah. So I mean, This if, is why I'm saying the Switch needs to add NBA Jam to the oh Sega emulator. That'd be all the Sega that. emulator sucks on the Switch, and they need NBA Jam. Yeah. So. Ben's saying it. I mean, so that we can beat the Bulls. Right. So, yeah. And that's the thing is like, you know, Pistons can't beat the Bulls in real life. I guess, you know, video games the second best Ouch. place for that. Calvin Seuss Rock Station 1077 RKR Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frank House. It helps when I turn the microphone on. I can talk and you can hear me. Yeah. Someone's <laughs> getting paid today, hopefully. Yeah. I'm unfortunately getting paid to do a bad job of turning on the microphone <laughs> today. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, no, somebody's getting the New Year payday. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, today in the 10 o'clock hour, that's your money song of the day. That's going to lead you to $15 in Michigan Lottery scratch-offs. And all you got to do is listen for ACDC, Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. Yeah. That's after the uh, 10 o'clock hour. When you hear that, be calling number 7-978-1077. When you hear Dirty Deeds after 10 o'clock on The Rocker. And get your new year pay there. Yeah. You can win thousands of dollars on those scratch tickets too, right? Indeed. Thousands of thousands. Thousands upon thousands of thousands. Exactly. You know how many NBA Jam games you can buy with that? <laughs> Quite a few, actually. Segas are pretty cheap. Used Segas. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, yeah. Money song of the day. After 10 o'clock. Again, ACDC, Dirty Deeds. You'll hear it. You'll know it because you got the twofer today. So you won't be able to miss it.